Hi everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, a podcast where I'm helping moms ditch perfection and find peace through planning. This is episode 44, How to Use Meal Prep for Camping. Hey everyone, um, we have got a family cabin trip coming up in the next few weeks, and I am in charge of the food this year. So... As I've been putting together my menu, I thought it might be helpful for you guys to see how we're planning and preparing to make cooking for a camping trip as simple as possible. And just a little caveat, uh, we have definitely had our share of failures in this department, so we're learning from those failures and moving forward with more successful uh, ideas. So... I just wanted to share some of those failures because they're kind of funny and hopefully relatable. But um, I remember a few years back camping in Ohio, back when we lived there, uh, we forgot our lighter fluid and we're just going from camp to camp to find somebody who maybe had some, (laughs) finally got some, and we're just waiting and waiting for potatoes to cook. And I think we finally started eating it like, 8 30 with mildly crunchy potatoes so (laughs) like I said had our share of failures but we have learned some things that I want to share so as I've been putting together my menu I thought how how can I share what we're doing with our menu what's helpful so the key when choosing a menu is to create a menu that works with your activities instead of against them a little bit more on that later, but for example, we probably should not have picked our big Dutch oven meal for the first night that we got to our campsite, especially because I think we were driving, you know, two or three hours to get there. There's just so much room for error. And if we get there a little bit late, get camp set up a little bit late, you end up eating at nine o'clock, which means everyone is hungry and cranky. Uh, The next thing that you want to do to prepare for your camping trip is to prepare as much ahead as possible. Planning and preparing will be your best friend for getting ready for your camping trip. Let's dig in. Let's start with how you should make your meal plan. So I said earlier that you want your meal plan to work with any activities that you have planned. Um, I found that this works best when creating a menu for camping and when creating a menu for your regular life. I recommend this for your regular meal planning all the time. Make a menu that works for the life that you have not the one that maybe you wish you had to make sure that everything just runs smoothly instead of dinner and meals being working in opposition with everything else you have going on. Anyway, so to kind of bring this point across, I just want to share some examples of how we're doing this in our camping trip so you can get an idea. So For our first night at the cabin, we will all be heading up after work. Most people are taking off a few hours early, but we won't get there until around 5 p.m. So could we do a big Dutch oven dinner? Sure, we could, but that might be stressful after a long day at work. So instead, we're doing hot dogs, corn on the cob, watermelon, and chips. The hot dogs work great because everyone will make their own over the fire. So if some people get up there later than others, it's no big deal. Dinner will be ready whenever they want it. Another first night idea could be to bring maybe like a foil pack dinner of some kind. You could even have everyone bring their own uh, that they just throw on the fire as soon as they get there and dinner's done. 
Another way we're working around our activities with our meal plan is by having big breakfasts and big dinners and smaller lunches. So we tend to head out hiking and exploring during the day. So having a meal that you can quickly throw together or even pack works well during the day and the larger meals work well for when we're hanging out at camp in the early mornings and evenings. Okay, so that kind of is a little bit of guidance on how to prepare your meal plan for your camping trip. Now we're going to dig into how you can prepare ahead and plan and meal prep for your camping trip as well. So one of the hardest parts about cooking and camping is trying to prepare your foods in a less than ideal cooking environment. Chopping veggies among the dirt isn't all that fun, not to mention it's going to take you twice as long to get things done without your regular routines and equipment. I've learned that for our camping food to be successful, I need to do as much ahead as possible. You still want your food to taste good and freshly cooked, of course, but a lot of the prep work can be done ahead so you can just throw things together at mealtime and no one will have any idea you've done so much work ahead. I've created a complete guide for a two-day camping trip complete with the recipes that we're using on our trip what you can do ahead, and what you can outsource uh, to other people. It's a must-have for your next camping trip. And I will go ahead and drop the link to download that in the show notes. And you're definitely going to want this. Um, If you want a done-for-you menu and guide for outdoor cooking, this is it. You won't need anything else. Uh, For those of you that might be feeling ambitious and want to plan your own menu, which I fully support, I'm also going to dig into the principles that I used when I created this guide and show you uh, what kinds of things you should consider doing ahead using whatever recipes you choose. I'm going to go ahead and split the prep up between breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner to keep things organized as we go through this. So let's jump right into how to prep ahead for a camping breakfast. So the things that I love to prep ahead, one would be eggs. And if you're thinking reheated eggs, that sounds yucky. You're right. That's that's not what I'm saying here. Um, I would definitely cook the eggs fresh at the campsite, but you can go ahead and crack eggs ahead of time. Cracked eggs are safe to use if they're in an airtight container and refrigerated for two to four days, which is plenty of time for a camping trip. So I will be cracking my eggs in advance and storing them in an airtight container before we use them. To keep things organized, you can go ahead and label each container that you have with how many eggs are in it and which recipe you'll be using it for if you will need eggs for multiple dishes. Another thing I like to at least partially prep ahead is sausage links. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's really hard to get cooking sausage just right. It can be hard to get them fully cooked in the middle without them being burnt to a crisp on the outside. So my solution to this that I discovered recently is to boil the sausage, which sounds gross, but hear me out. So you'll boil the sausage. They'll be fully cooked, but they'll be gray and not very appetizing looking. Um, But then go ahead and put that boiled sausage on the griddle and get a nice brown crust on it. And they'll be perfectly cooked. So the cool thing about this is this is actually my favorite way to cook sausage anyway, but it's really, really helpful for doing things in advance. So for our camping trip, I'll go ahead and cook the sausage links through. I'll boil them and then we can just brown them when we get there. 
Another thing to think about is ground sausage. Ground sausage I'm almost always going to make completely in advance because generally you are using it in dishes where it's going to be mixed in. So having it pre-cooked is a really big time saver. Also, I just don't love working with raw meat while camping. It's just a little bit harder to maintain proper food safety, make sure my hands are clean. So as much as I can avoid that and still have things tasting good and fresh, I'm going to. Okay, so what about pancakes and biscuits, these types of things? I definitely am going to want a fresh pancake off the camp chef. There's no making ahead here, but there's still some things you can do to prep ahead. So homemade mixes are really helpful for camping. Uh, these aren't something that I use a lot in my personal kitchen, mostly because I don't feel like the time you save is worth it. You don't save a ton of time by mixing things in advance. I can whip up a batch of pancake batter pretty quickly without using a mix. But when you're camping, it is really, really convenient because you don't have to bring so many ingredients. So instead of bringing your flour, sugar, baking powder, etc., you can just mix everything into your own homemade mix, all of those dry ingredients, and then just bring the wet ingredients to mix in quickly. And this will be a really big time saver. I am going to do the same thing with biscuits, create a little biscuit mix. Um, and I'm not really digging into desserts in this episode, but I also often will bring my cobbler mixes already made as well. And if I'm doing like a crisp, I'll just have that all mixed up and ready to throw on top. Okay. So what about veggies for breakfast? As always, I will do as little chopping while camping as possible. I do this in my personal kitchen as well. Get all that chopping out of the way as early in the week as possible. Um, so I'll chop onions, peppers, potatoes, basically everything in advance. If you're using potatoes, keep this in mind that they can be stored in water for about 24 hours. So keep that in mind with your planning and make sure you're planning to use them within 24 hours if you choose to chop them in advance. One last note on veggies. Some veggies I will not just chop in advance, but I'll also cook it in advance. So sauteed onions and peppers, for example, will last several days. Um, in the fridge or cooler if you've got a good cooler. So if I've got a Dutch oven breakfast that calls for sauteed veggies, I may go ahead and just do that in advance as well to save time. Okay, so let's jump ahead to lunch. So when it comes to lunch, the things I love to prep ahead are again veggies, but we'll specifically talk about lunch veggies. So if you're making sandwiches, Bring those veggies cut up. A few exceptions that I like to have would be maybe tomatoes and for sure avocados uh, because both of these things have a shorter shelf life once they're chopped. But things like peppers, lettuce, onions, etc. will be fine chopped in advance. Um, you could even put together some whole sandwiches in advance. Just leave off any sauces or any extra wet veggies. Again, looking at the tomatoes. Um, so that they'll last until you need them. And then you can add those sauces and wetter veggies at the last minute. Uh, salads are also so easy to prep in advance. Just be sure to keep all the pre-chopped ingredients separate and then assemble them all together with the dressing the day of. Some salads you can prep all the way in advance because there's certain salads where that dressing kind of needs to marinate. I think of like a cowboy caviar that taste even better the second day, though you'll want to leave out, again, some of those more finicky veggies until the last minute, things like tomatoes, avocados. 
of fruit when I'm camping. I actually really like whole fruit options, things like apples, bananas, and oranges that people can grab and eat without any prep makes things easier for you, um, but also encourages people to get those fruits and veggies in. Um, but many fruits, if you do want chopped up fruits, can be chopped in advance. Um, you know, things like watermelon, melons, even apples can be pre-chopped if you give them a coating of lemon juice and a little bit of water to prevent oxidation or browning on the outside. Another thought for lunches are your sauces. So if you want some fancy sauces on those sandwiches, I'm bringing a balsamic glaze and a honey mustard sauce. You can totally bring these already made and just pull them out when it's time for lunch. Last, I will talk about desserts briefly here. Um, remember I said we're keeping lunches simple. So if you want some kind of a dessert, I find it easiest to bring up some already cooked cookies or something similar that will require zero extra work. Okay, so let's talk about snacks. I will be honest, cooking for camping is a lot of work. Uh, so generally speaking, I'm going to bring really simple or even store-bought snacks. I might choose to make a yummy salsa. We already talked about cowboy caviar. And, well, we already talked about cowboy caviar. You could do a pineapple salsa. Those are some of my favorites. I'll drop links to the recipes that I use. Um, anyway, might make a salsa that we can share between meals or maybe even a batch of homemade granola bars. And I'll drop a link to my favorite recipe for those as well. But other than that, I'm going to keep it to things like fresh fruits and veggies. You could even consider making little ranch cups to go with some fresh veggies. As far as planning snacks, generally I like to keep the snacks during the day relatively healthy and whole since there will be a lot of activity, especially for the active kids. And maybe I'll bring some of my favorite treats for the evenings. Can anyone say Sour Patch Watermelons? Lastly, we'll talk about how to meal prep for your camping dinner. So dinner is the big one. It's when everyone's excited, expecting something great. So a lot of the principles that I use for dinner are repeats from other things that we've already talked about, but I'll share the parts that I think are unique to dinner. So we'll talk about sauces and marinades again, um, but a little bit different kind of sauces this time. So Dutch oven cooking makes for some tender and delicious chicken. So I'm definitely cooking my chicken fresh and not meal prepping it or cooking it in advance in this case. Uh, but you can make any of the sauces that you will use in your Dutch oven in advance, or you can even marinate your chicken in advance as well, which is what we will likely do. Just put that chicken in a bag with the marinade and then when it's time to cook, all you have to do is dump the entire thing into the Dutch oven. Again, this is really helpful for food safety because you won't be trimming or chopping your chicken and all you'll have to do is dump that bag, which you should be able to do without getting lots of chicken juice on your hands. So this is a much safer alternative and it also helps to make it quicker. Another thing that I'll sometimes make while camping uh, is bread. Using a Dutch oven for breads can be really fun, but the idea of getting yeast to rise and kneading dough without a mixer isn't super fun to me. So if I want to try a bread, I will probably use my par baking method, which I'll drop a link to that in the show notes as well. If you want to hear more about it, I have an entire episode about par baking bread. But the idea is that the bread products will be partially cooked in advance, and then I'll be able to brown the rolls or whatever bread product I'm using in the Dutch oven. Another thing I wanted to talk about would be rice and grains. And generally you wouldn't really think of rice as camping fare, 
Um, of course, you can do almost anything in a Dutch oven, but I don't think of it as camping fare. But this year, I'm actually going to try a fried rice instead of my usual Dutch oven potatoes. Um, fried rice is meant to use day-old cold rice, so it's a perfect dish for camping and for prepping ahead. Uh, one last thing I want to talk about is bacon. I mentioned this because it's common in Dutch oven potatoes, and it's just kind of a common mix-in for camping foods. So if we're having bacon for breakfast, I would bring the bacon raw and cook it fresh. Um, but if I'm using it as an ingredient, I would totally just bring it cooked. Um, cooked and already chopped up and able to mix into those potatoes or whatever else you're making. Okay, so hopefully this has given you a good idea of how you can start preparing a little bit more in advance to make cooking while camping a little bit less stressful. The last thing that I want to talk about is what kind of equipment that you'll need for cooking while camping. So I tried to keep the recipes and methods in this post and in my corresponding guide pretty basic using minimal um, camping equipment, but there are a few things that you will need to make cooking and meal prep for your camping trip possible. So here are some of the things that I was considering when I made the guide that you might want to consider acquiring. You can probably borrow if you don't have one um, for your camping trip. So I talked a lot about Dutch ovens and we are big Dutch oven fans around here. So the Dutch ovens we'll use for eggs, the breakfast casserole, breads, potatoes, uh, meat, full dinners. So Dutch ovens are really useful for all the things. Uh, another thing that we will be using on our camping trip is a camp chef. A camp chef is what will allow us to do things like pancakes, bacon, sausage, anything that needs to be cooked on more of a griddle than in a big pot. Another thing that I actually don't have yet but I'm looking at getting would be a campfire grill. A campfire grill is basically just a grill that you can set up right over the top of your campfire and this can allow you to have even more options when it comes to cooking. You could grill your meat right on the grill. You could grill pizzas, which is something that we really like to do. You could bring uh, little non breads that you make your own pizzas out of and grill them right on top. You could use them to grill hot dogs or even grilling corn on the cob. These are lots of the options you could do if you had a campfire grill. Uh, the last thing that we'll be using to cook with would be your typical roasting sticks. And these are super cheap. You could also, of course, always find a good stick in the woods, but I find that regular roasting sticks are a little bit better and less frightening, you know, than the actual sticks that kids can light on fire. So um, we'll be using our roasting sticks to cook our hot dogs and of course, s'mores. Okay, so that's all you should need to be able to put together this menu. That is, of course, you'll need your general cooking equipment like cutting boards, knives, spoons, bowls. But as far as specialized camping equipment, that should be all that you need. Remember, if you want all of this information plus the recipes that I will be using in a handy downloadable guide, go ahead and click down in the show notes and you'll be able to get it directly from there. I hope that this episode has made cooking for your camping trip seem fun and a little bit less daunting. And I hope that by preparing in advance, you can enjoy your company instead of stressing about the next meal. Next week, we're talking about an idea. This one's a little bit more abstract, but 
the episode will be called Tools versus Solutions, and it will be a good thought-provoking episode that will dig into why we get so frustrated with ourselves, with our children at mealtime, and some mindset shifts that will help you to feel more in control as the super awesome as the super awesome mother that you are, um, and find a little bit more peace at mealtime. So you won't want to miss that episode until next week. Happy planning.